The following production is part of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. PlayStation. Welcome to the land of long live play where greatness is always waiting. Welcome to the PlayStation Experience. It is I, as always, your boy Dat Ninja Dev. And as usual, I'm joined by the million podcast man, Mr. Delvin Cox. How goes it this morning, bro? What time is it? Peanut butter jelly time! Peanut butter jelly time! Peanut butter jelly! Peanut butter jelly! Peanut butter jelly! Peanut butter jelly with the baseball bat! Hey, how you doing? Yeah. Woo! Yeah. For the those four of you horsemen who couldn't see it. We were dancing. You missed it. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Delvin is I mean, a blast. I, he comes with the energy. I love it. You, you gotta come with that early morning energy to get the blood yes. flowing. You know, yes, that is a fact. And as you couldn't tell, as always, joining us from America's hat herself. Miss Haley Nicole Miller, how are you this morning? Uh, well, I received an alert about a power plant that's run by nuclear energy this morning. So, you know, I'm alert and awake, but that was not a fun alert to receive. So I should have sung Radioactive then. <sighs> that song is terrible. Get rid of it. No, that is an awesome song. <laughs> Makes no sense, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waking up. I'm breathing in the ashes. That song's so dumb. You almost lived that. <laughs> I'm saying, you was about to have that Fallout 4 life, for real. Uh, you know, I don't think I'd survive very long in the world of Fallout. Yeah, that's a good point. Boo. You gotta scavenge and just make it happen. No, no, no. I mean, I love Fallout. It's one of my favorite game series, but I still don't think I'd survive very long in the wasteland. It might be even fun to live it. Right. I mean, if you love the game, you love it in real life, right? I mean, statistically speaking, living that world just means being a pile of bones. So, bones are not bad. Uh, Yeah. Good weight loss plan. (laughs) Wow. The best weight loss plan. (laughs) It's called the You're Dead plan. Yeah. Yeah, You know, sometimes things happen, man. Oh, man. Life uh, doesn't find a way. Life uh, finds a way. Oh man, I love Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, he's something. I he is something. I rather awesome. <sighs> so, what have you been playing, Haley? Uh, well, uh, this week we finished The Last of Us on stream. And then we played Left Behind on stream. Uh, finished those both. Uh. Started continuing to play the Borderlands 3 DLC, uh, Moxie's Heist of the Handsome Jackpot. I'm not very far in it, but I'm really enjoying it. It's good to be back into Borderlands. Um, 
And then, uh, other than that, it's just been odds and ends here. I know that when I'm when we're done recording today, we're going to be streaming The Witcher 3 on Twitch. What's the link? At twitch.tv slash HaleyZarell. Of course, there you go. at the time of release, I will be working this afternoon. So, but, you know, uh, we'll, we'll keep going, you know. Gonna start a whole new playthrough on stream. Don't know if we'll finish it on stream, but, uh, you know, this unfortunately does mean I will not be playing the PC version on stream because I don't have, like, OBS or anything like that. So, just playing the PS4 just, version. Just, just download it, you know? Just download OBS, get you a capture card, call it a day. Actually, you don't need a capture card. Just download OBS, make it happen. Can I record audio through it with the, without a uh, capture card? Yeah. It's PC. You're good. You got everything you need. I see. There you go. <laughs> that sounds like a solution. Mm-hmm. You only need a capture card when you're recording from hey, a console. Hey, wow, guys. What does this say? I don't. I doubt you can read this through the screen. No. You know, uh, you pointed at my screen. Is- there is there is no active nuclear situation taking place at the Pickering Nuclear Generating Station. The previous alert was issued in error. There is no danger to the public or environment. No further action is required. Oh y'all did. Thanks. Oh y'all did. Yeah, that sounds like lies. That's that's what they that's what they tell you when they when they when it's really panic. <laughs> Isn't that how the first episode of Chernobyl goes? Yeah. Well, Pretty much, yeah. You're like, oh, it's all good. No, it is not. Well, I guess we're going to need another podcast. So, <laughs> PSXP yep. is now hiring for a third horseman. <laughs> no, no, yep. we are not. And also, stop with the horseman. I feel like Woody Harrelson in True Detective. Once <laughs> she starts seeing them birds fall out the sky, Haley, just start yeah, leaving. Just know. Just pack up and go. You better become, um, what's the movie that um, Denzel was in? Well, he was trying to book it, Eli. You better come to book it, Eli. Just grab a Bible and start <laughs> making your way to America. <laughs> wow. Pack up your cat, pack up the fourth chair, and let's get out of here. Come on. Fourth chair is sitting nicely beside me asleep for one. Fourth horseman. Oh, the fourth horseman, yes. What about you, Devin? What, what have you been playing? Not much, really. I've only played two games this week. One is Death Stranding on Building Roads and Helping communities out, like, you know, more than I ever did in my community, so that's a good thing. <laughs> and the second game I got a chance to play, which was interesting, it kind of got me excited. Black Sad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are talking about that last one. Yes. Uh, how is it? Um, I think it might be good. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> I had no clue anything about this game, but so let me try. It might be interesting. Come to find out. It's basically a bootleg Telltale game. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's the same concept, the same kind of thing where you got to make story choices and things like that. And like, you know, same. it's the same mechanics as a Telltale game. So I got super excited. I played the first like 15 minutes of it. I'm like, oh, snap, this is a Telltale game. That's all it really is. You, you make, does, does the engine work better? Like, or is it just as janky as a Telltale Well, I don't see. I don't know because I'm playing it on Switch. And when I played it, it kind of felt mm-hmm. janky. But I feel like if I played it on PS4, it probably would have felt better. Well, I'll, I'll be honest. The game okay. looked janky when that trailer released for it. So I'm going to assume it's just janky. It's possible. But I know <laughs> Telltale games notoriously didn't run that well on Switch for some strange reason. 
Let me stop you right there. Telltale Games notoriously doesn't run well at all <laughs> until, like, yeah. the final episode of The Walking Dead. And even then, I'm, like, as you know, I recently bought, like, the Telltale collection of The Walking Dead games, like, all in one bundle. That game is on a new engine and still doesn't run well. Well, the, um, what is it? You got the collection, right? Yeah, the one with, like, season one, two, three, Michonne, and uh, four, all is one package and one like it's one download right it's not all the games that wanted like it's one download that's running on like the engine they used for four which is an updated version of telltale's engine and it's got graphical smoothing and stuff like that and that game is still janky and runs like garbage. so let me ask this who made that skybound that's probably why that probably explains that um no it's i mean telltale made it and it was janky, yeah but so I don't usually the thing about the Telltale games is they you can't play them on the first day because they're janky as hell. But once they're they patch them... as hell even months after. Nah, they, they usually yeah, get better. Day one, they usually get better. day 377, jank. Nah, it's not it, that it's, bad. All jank. They're good stories, but the engine is janky. Yeah, the engine is outdated, and it's yeah. not where it needs to be at. But they were $20 games, so we kind of accepted it. I mean, it's just yeah. True. Whereas Fallout, but Black, is a sixty dollar game. Not so bad. Huh? Yeah, it's not bad yet so far. I had to get into it to see how the story goes, but overall, like this is interesting. This is a. I'm glad to see. I, I will say this: it is way overpriced for what they're selling it for. I think right now it's on Amazon for twenty four dollars. That sounds like the perfect price mm-hmm. for it, but I think it came out at fifty dollars. That is way too much for this type of game. Wow. Well, you know, it is what it is. Okay, well, I'm glad you're enjoying it, and it's a little something different, and, and it surprised you. That's always yeah. nice. All right. I've been playing uh, Walking Simulator uh, 2000. I was at CES all week, so I was walking around, and my internet out there was terrible, so I played no games until I got home. Um, CES was cool, but I was happy to be back at the house. So I did jump into Control last night, and... um. I'm digging that. Yeah, I'm, digging I, I'm curious to know what your thoughts are. How far are you? Uh, not far at all. A couple of hours in. Um, I am Without... fixing the water pumps and stuff. All that 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 section. Yeah. Okay, so how many powers yeah. do you have? Is my question. Uh, let's see. I've got the 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 grab and the like the the grip, and then I've got the dodge. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So cool. Cool. Yeah. Dodge and the, the the force pull and throw whatever it is. Um, I did not realize how creepy this game is. If oh, you play with headphones yeah. and you kind of constantly got the whispers and stuff in your ear. Like, whoa! I am a worm <laughs> throughout time. <laughs> I don't know what they're saying. All I know oh, is I'm shooting all the speakers. No, no, that's literally what see they're speakers, saying. I shoot them. I just shoot the speakers. I don't want to hear yeah. that crap. It's creepy. I don't like that. <laughs> but the game is fun. The combat is really nice. It it, it plays well. Um, story is cuckoo bananas, um, but I'm digging it. I'm really digging it. I can't wait to keep going and finish it because I finished uh Fallen Order last Sunday before I left for CES, and now I'm jumping into Control. So we're gonna be playing some things other than Destiny and trying to finish some games here. So, yeah, nice. All right, well, uh, we got some questions, so uh, let's get into them. All right, so from Mike Fowler93 over on the Twitters, he says, I got a question. Has there been a game that you were excited for 
but didn't pick up till a later date. For me, I picked up Mutant Year Zero 2018 and got it for $8. It's a real good. It's an XCOM, but removes the turn-by-turn -turn movement unless in combat. So, um, what game have you, like, pushed off until later um, that you're really excited for, Haley? The Witcher 3, actually. Because ah. I, I pushed it off because I couldn't afford it. Because, you know, retail life is, is a hard one. But then, you know, picked it up, and here we are. About to stream it. Twitch.tv slash Haley Zarell. Boom, there it is. What about you, Dove? That's a good question. I'm trying to think. Is there anything I've been excited for that I didn't get immediately? Huh. You go first. I'm trying to think. Cause it... Yeah, for me, uh, it was control, honestly. Like, I knew that I wanted to play that the day it was, like, they, when they announced it and I saw it, I was like, oh, that's going to be a good one. And, yeah, I pushed off picking it up until, like, <clears throat> a Steam sale over, not a Steam sale, an Epic Game sale, like, well after christmas or whatnot so i pushed that one off for a good time and i have really really been enjoying the time that i've put into that one it's been it's been a lot of fun kind of itching to get back to it you know what it's not a game it's a console though um xbox okay. one yeah. i didn't get it when it first came out i got it and i was excited for it and everything but i waited till it went on sale i waited till it had um the um the the edition that has um what's the damn the game called the mech game everybody likes mech yeah. game everybody likes uh... Xbox that yeah, it was Xbox exclusive <laughs> first I just went blank Titanfall oh Titanfall uh, there you go there you Titanfall go. uh actually I, I I that's a good answer because I did the same thing with the Xbox One I didn't pick it up at launch I picked it up when Sunset Overdrive came out so yeah mm. that's exactly what I did mm. and then I ended up trading in for Xbox One X later on. <laughs> Yeah, I got that limited edition white Xbox One that uh, came with, like, the special box with Sunset Overdrive written mm -hmm. all over it and stuff like that, so... Well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah nice, and then nice. I traded it in for an Xbox too, One S, so... Nice, nice. Yeah, I didn't get my Xbox at launch. I wasn't excited for it. I got it way later, and now it's a paperwork. <laughs> I was excited for it, but I wasn't excited Literally. for it as I was for the PS4. So I said, I can wait on this. And then yeah. I, once I saw I had a deal for Titanfall, I think it was, it was on sale too. Like way cheaper than what it was. Probably. So I'm like, I might as well get it now. Yeah. And I got it. I played a lot yeah. of Titanfall. Said, where's the story mode? Then <laughs> immediately stopped playing after that. Man, that story in Titanfall too is so Very good. good. I need them to make a three. You hear that, Vince? Actually, Vince is gone from there. Yeah, I think so. Never mind. Um. People, they need we we need a Titanfall three. Just somebody make it. I happen. mean, technically, he's not gone from there. He's managing both. So, eh, I think that he's he he's gonna leave respawn alone and let them do their thing. Yeah, probably. Yeah. All right. Next question from Chalfie. Do you still buy physical games, or are you trying to become eco friendly by going digital only? No garbage, aka dong. Um, I definitely am going digital only. I'm so tired of physical discs and games and boxes and stuff. Uh, I have embraced the digital overlord since the PS3. If I can get it digitally, I'm going to do that. If I can get it digitally on sale, even better. But I have definitely eliminated the clutter and have not really bought very many physical games at all over the last 
seven years. Give me all the digital titles. What about you guys? Digital only. I've done it since the start of the generation. <clears throat> it's so much easier. Um, now, yeah. that being said, I still buy a ton of Blu-rays because they come with like digital codes and stuff, so I get both anyways. So. Yeah. I do both. I buy digital for the most part, but a lot of times GameStop has great sales on games, so especially Switch games, and I'll just go buy the physical version of it. And I, yeah, that's kind of my thing. I, I, and plus, I like having the physical physical copy because if if it's not a game I don't like, I like the fact that I can be able to go just trade it in and get something else or something like that. And digital hasn't got that concept down yet, where you can be like, "Hey, can I just sell this this code back to the store if it's terrible? Can I return yeah. it if it's really bad?" Yeah, remember that was supposed to be something that you could do with uh, the Xbox One, but they abandoned that vision. Maybe it'll come to fruition with the uh, Series X. Yes. Who knows? Much like most of their visions, they just left it alone and never thought about it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have definitely been riding a wave of changing things, but I think they have a bright future ahead yeah, of Yeah, they them. definitely do. All right. Next question. From Kevin over on the Discord. He asked, <laughs> Apex or Fortnite has become real life. I want each of you to pick two or three teammates in PSVG to squad up with. Who are they and why? Marquee event? Um I'll go first. So I'm picking Coach Mo because he's a giant um and he plays a lot of uh shooter games. So I'm just gonna hope that it all trickles over into uh, his abilities in Fortnite or Apex. I don't care which one becomes real life. I couldn't tell you the characters in any of those games. But I'm definitely picking Coach Mo because, you know, he's a tank, and you got to have a tank with you, right? And then I'm going to pick Lucas. The reason I pick Lucas is because, you know what, you got to have somebody who's going to be like the bard character to, you know, you know keep up the, the happiness of the group as we're moving along, trying to kill things, you know what I'm saying? He's going to keep that positivity going, you know? So we're going to have the tank. We've got the bard. Myself, I'm the sneaky person, so I'm gonna be running around in the shadows trying to snipe people and stuff. So I'm like your rogue character, you know. So that's that's gonna be my little threesome as we're gonna be making our way downtown trying to, you know, murder everything in sight. Yeah. It's a goofy group, but you know what? We're gonna have fun while we're doing it. What about you? Damn, I was gonna pick Mo. <laughs> I was gonna pick Mo because <laughs> this is this is my original choice. I was gonna pick Mo and Kevin. I could pick Kevin because I seen him play Fortnite, so I, I ain't gotta do nothing then. <laughs> just kill everybody. Now I could pick Mo because me and Mo can just sit around and talk about living single and, and, and write up plays <laughs> about Madden and stuff like that. But since you pick Mo, I will pick Donnie because I feel like Donnie will sit down and annoy the other people so much by talking trash. <laughs> It, it, it would be to my hilarious delight to see the response and have Kevin just murder everybody else. So I still don't have to do nothing. Yeah. I mean, that's a good team because Donnie can't hit the broad side of the board. So, you know, he's, he's, he's got no aim. So at least you have Kevin coming in to hit everything. Yeah, so Donnie will just, Donnie's gonna just spray and pray and then punch things. Aggravate people and talk trash to the point where they just don't want to be around no more. <laughs> there you go. What about you, Haley? Who's 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 your your Fortnite or Apex squad? The both of you. Nah, there <laughs> oh, you go. go. Te- teams got to stick together. That's a great answer. That's a good answer. I, I, unfortunately, I feel like this, the 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 chips are stacked against us. 
I mean, if you've seen any movie, you can't have two of us. Can't have two black people. One of us is. Matter of fact, mean, yeah. It's, let's it's, just it's, let's just call a spade a spade. <laughs> you, this whole scenario is all jacked up. You have two black guys and a transgender in movie history. Yeah. Those are the ones who usually get killed. <laughs> Yeah, we yeah. don't make it to the end of the movie. We don't make it past the credits half all. of the time. <laughs> I know, right? We are dead in the opening crawl. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or we're going straight to the yeah. top. <laughs> all right, now our last question, which will actually transition into some news quite nicely. Uh, Donnie from Discord. Never heard of him. He says, uh, how do you feel about PlayStation reportedly skipping E3? Once again, and on the eve of a new console, um, and potentially more hardware like VR. So I don't think they need to be there for success, but do you think it's advantageous for the market leader to show the future on gaming's biggest stage? What do you guys think? PS3, or PS4, PS5, skipping E3 yet again. Do you think that, you know, their presence is necessary or... Do they just need to have a press event? Honestly, honestly, um, I don't think this is going to be accurate. I think in a couple weeks, we're all going to laugh and they're going to say, hey, we're coming back. Um, I do know that if they do come back, it will be interesting because they've automatically lost the floor space they had by not showing up last year. Um, They would have to, you know, gravel for floor space on the show for like booths and stuff, but grovel it's sony there's no groveling for them i mean they're they are the market leader right now there's no they wouldn't have to. but when you don't show up and you give away your floor space you lose it microsoft has it now it's money here's the money give me the floor space sure but is it more money than they would normally have to give probably and the real question is do you even need to have you know anything on the floor because honestly the floor is probably the worst part of e3 yeah it's the least important part of e3 to be perfectly honest they just need to have a press show there whether they're at on stage live or they're doing like a direct style event they they need to do it this whole hey we don't want to we don't want to share the news window with everyone else is ridiculous because you're is it yes it bothers me e3 is a week Sorry, E3 is a week of like solid gaming news. Like it's just so much at once, right? You're gonna mm-hmm. lose market share regardless. But when everyone's no. there together, it feels spectacular. Right, it feels spectacular. But honestly, everything is buried. Like if you're not, hey, here, you know, here, 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 the here. main headlines, <laughs> you get buried. So, oh hey, look, it's the fourth, the fifth chair. Oh wait, it's the sixth chair. It's Hunter. Hi. Um, I'm recording, so you have to go. Aww. Are you feeling better? Yeah. Okay, well, go back upstairs, get in the bed. I already told you, if you wake up early, get back in the bed. It's 6.30. Aww. Go to bed. Go get back in the bed where it's warm, please. It's Yeah, I know. Aww. It's okay. But Can I come to heaven? No, I'm recording. I told you when the door is closed, you can't come in. Go. Hunter. You gotta go. Go back upstairs where it's warm, please. One day, my children will respect me, and when the door is closed, they will stay out of here. <laughs> not really. <laughs> yeah, probably not. 
Probably not. They'll never respect my spice. I like how she goes, I heard that. Good. That was the point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So as I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted by my child. Um, they don't. They don't need to be on the floor, and you don't need to. I think strategically, if you want to have your news be the news, then skipping E three isn't such a bad idea because then you can control the narrative, you can control like everything, and you can be the main thing. So I think from a strategic standpoint, it makes sense to be like, yeah, we're going to pull out of E3 and then we're going to release our news. So we're the only news at that time. Is it advantageous or is it, you know, a boon for the industry? Like when everything is happening at once? Sure. But strategically, like you don't need that because technically you can you can release news whenever you want at this point. You can you have all of the quote unquote, you know, um, all of us, you know, all of the, the influencers or whatnot who will talk about stuff whenever the news drops. They don't necessarily need to spend money on having a booth at E3 or having a, a floor presence at E3. Hey, EA and, and, and Microsoft aren't really even at E3. They just hold events around E3, you know. Sony can do the same thing. They can decide, hey, we're going to have a PSX in the summer instead of a PSX in the winter or something like that. Yeah. What do you, what do you think, Delvin? I've said this last week. And it seems like it's coming to fruition that they're not looking at E3 like a big thing anymore. They're trying to do their own thing, and it might be because it's cheaper and it's more cost-effective. I don't know if it's going to work in the long run because when they were doing the whole state-of-play things last year, they were kind of mixed, to say mm-hmm. the, the least. And it feels like they have been nailing it when it comes to their own presentations in terms of stuff that's not E3. And I want to see. I would like to see them back at E3 because they seem like they usually get that down pat. And they got a real good system with it. But now it's gonna be really interesting to see how they unveil this console because mm-hmm. there's there's actually on that there's rumors that now granted these are just rumors being thrown out on the internet, so we don't actually know if this is actually gonna happen or whatnot. But um, there's rumors that there's gonna be an event in February where they're gonna reveal that uh like the the box itself and some games but there's like nothing to stand on like based on the fact that's all based on the fact of what they did for ps4 yeah yeah and again the fact that they released those wired articles kind of like makes it feel like a february event isn't a given this time so i don't know it just e3 is such a good week for news and it feels so good when sony is there and the fact that they last year were like, yeah, we got no news. It, E3 and the whole like news cycle in general kind of felt dead last time. So, I don't know. It'd be nice to see them come back, but I can see why they wouldn't. Yeah, I just think as much as I like the idea of E3 and what it has generally stood for, um, it's outdated. It's just, it's a lot of hullabalub and fanfare and... You know, it's something that you don't really need anymore, especially with, you know, how how games get delayed and stuff nowadays. You put all this information out there. And I think that's another reason why they don't want to have such a presence at E3, because you put all this information out there and then all the things you put out there get delayed or or get forgotten or it's like you don't you just don't need that. Like, I, I honestly think that E3 is going to have to restructure what it is because a lot of the news that happens there, you know, can happen at any point in time 
and you can easily put out news, you know, not around E3 and not have your news story buried. I think there is this 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 energy that happens with E3 that is great for gaming. It's it's the one time where all the game, all the people who aren't gamers are actually paying attention because oh, what's this E3 thing? Oh, what's all this E3 news? What's all this gaming news? You have that to get the people who aren't, you know, as in tune as maybe us. But honestly, like they're gonna buy games and stuff over the holidays when when that stuff hits anyway. So I don't think it's. I just I just don't think it's necessary. I would love for them to be at E3 selfishly because I want to be able to cover it for the house yeah. party. Um, but other than that, like I, if they skipped E3, I would not be shocked to be perfectly honest. Yeah, it's. I think that E3 needs a whole new restructuring in terms of in general, like. The fact that we've had all these E3s in this generation that we have now, we haven't had it where they've said, hey, all these demos you're playing on the booth, you can play at home as well. It's baffling to me. Like, why are they not giving us these demos to play at home? Why are they not making it more of an interactive experience for people to want to watch E3 as well as go there? I feel like it needs an evolution. I think that if it doesn't evolve, it's going to eventually go away. Right. I mean, the reason they don't release all the demos at home is probably because they're not they're not full demos. They're just literal like lines of code that break. That's why they're there. Like the difference being is this Final Fantasy demo that's supposedly coming out the same day as the game, which that's dumb on its own. That demo should be released before the game. Um <clears throat> but no, like it's it's not all of them are real demos. Like, some of them are, but a lot of them are just, hey, this is a slice of one level that's not big enough to justify releasing on, like, the PlayStation Store or the Xbox Storefront. Like, you know what I mean? We need more PT moments. Yes. Yeah, yeah. that's my point. Mm-hmm. That's my point. That's exactly my point. You need more moments where you people can be more interactive with E3. And it feels like because they have been doing that, it's slowly losing interest. Yeah. And the reason why that Final Fantasy VII demo comes out the day the game comes out is for people like you, Haley, to be like, who don't have interest, to be like, eh, maybe I'll play the demo. And it's like, oh, well, then I can just buy the full game. I hate to tell you, still not playing that game. Oh, I, I know you won't. But it's for the people who are like, eh, I'm not really thinking about playing this, but oh, here's this free demo. We all know Gabe Patillo loves him a demo. <laughs> Sure, but Gabe Patillo is <laughs> definitely playing that game. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. You you get you a demo, and the game is readily available. It's a lot easier to to go ahead and hit that buy now button than to remember to buy it. You know, Fair. a year down the road after you play the demo. So I don't, I don't I think day and date demos are actually a, a really good way to get people into a game that they may not have been interested in. And then they have the option to buy it right there, especially if you're downloading dang near the full game to your console as a demo anyway. Interesting. But yeah, I think E3 definitely needs to have more of those PT type moments, but then it also required games to be a little more further in the development cycle, probably so that, you know, the people at home can have more of an interaction uh, and feel more connected to E3 maybe. 
I love the press events. Like, that's what I care about for E3. I don't care about any of the on-the-show-floor type stuff, honestly. For for us, I mean, we cover the press events. That's what E3 is really, you know, ex- ex- exciting about. But the thing is, you can do a press event anytime, yes, right? Yes, that is really true. And that's why I feel like E3 is kind of like one of those things where it's like, do we really need this? Does Sony really need to be there, or do they just need to have a press event? And the press event doesn't need to be, you know, at E3. It never is anyway. It's always usually at the Shrine Auditorium, which is not anywhere near E3. So, we'll see what happens. That's just my two cents. Which are, those are good cents. Um, (laughs) No, um, you know, it's, you're, 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 well, I don't, that's, that's a weird way to phrase this. You're, you're correct in the fact that the, Sony press events are generally at the Shrine Auditorium, except for I think the last time they were at E3, mm-hmm. they weren't. That that yeah. whole thing was weird. They were in like this church-looking place that was modeled mm-hmm. after the uh, the demo for The Last of Us, and then they transitioned mm-hmm. to what looked like an IMAX theater, and it was really weird. Um, <laughs> and also like the the press event kind of just slowed down. It was like, hey, here's 25 minutes in between to set up the next portion of this press conference. Yeah, yeah. And everyone had no idea what was happening. Don't ever do that again if you come back to E3 because that was weird. Um, yeah, they can't top the 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 Kratos the the God of War orchestra music playing. You can't yeah. top that. Just go on a high note. <laughs> uh, I I think I think my favorite thing is that that. That orchestra still was really good, but then there was well, I think it was part later in the event when they had all like the Spider-Man uh, stuff mm-hmm. on stage and like the helicopter hanging from the ceiling or whatnot. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. That's a good event. Sony should do that <laughs> if they come back yeah, this yeah. year. But that was also Absolutely. at Shrine, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It, it would be really nice to see them yeah. back, but I don't know. It all depends on like when they reveal the the it's just this is a weird reference but it's the same with this wb batman game like it all depends on when they actually reveal it um right that's a deep cut for anybody who's not following wb montreal on twitter (laughs) yeah Yeah. and that's another one of those things like you don't want to like nowadays you just don't want to reveal a game too soon because then you end up having like the watchdogs things where you know it gets don't. shown super early and then everything changes in the game yeah. and it gets delayed and pushed out but you also i think a lot of companies are wary about that yeah but we don't want to push something out too soon but with the wb thing you also got to be wary of not over exhausting your audience before you reveal your game because literally every reply on their twitter now is just reveal the game we know it's coming this is getting annoying <laughs> like for those who aren't aware because it's not really playstation news but you know since i mentioned it um WB Montreal for Batman Day in September teased like a cor- a, a Batman game that's heavily rumored to be based on the Court of Owls, which is one of my favorite Batman storylines of all time. Um, and they started teasing like images and whatnot, like throughout like the Batman signal being pointed on a building in Montreal. And then the next day, they revealed those images without the Batman logo with the title. Uh, Capture the night, and then in French, the same sentence, but night was spelled as, like, night without the K. And then uh, earlier this week, they, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, tweeted out three different images that, when collectively put together, all make one image that looks like a Gotham City police badge. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but then they tweeted out redacted, but all the images before it had captured the night written on it again, which is, you know, all right. But all the, all the replies to that tweet are literally just, okay, this is getting annoying. Please announce the game. This tease is ridiculous. So I don't know. Cause they waited four months before doing it and now they've teased it again. So yeah, I was going to say that's the second time they did it. Cause they did it what the. Uh... 31st or was like it was like what the 80th anniversary of batman or something like that well that's batman day the day after was the full reveal of like that logo Mm -hmm. and then then they waited four months because we all thought they were building out to a reveal at the game awards which of course didn't Mm -hmm. happen and now they're in january doing it again what are we gonna wait another four months and then get another three images like this this whole tease thing like because this is going to overexhaust the audience. If they tease it again with more logos and not, like, a trailer or anything, the audience is just going to be, all right, we don't care now. Like, like, yeah, I don't know. Because I listened to Kind of Funny earlier this week. Like, Barrett, their biggest Batman fan, uh, was literally just like, this is getting annoying. Release the game. <laughs> or, like, reveal the game, obviously, right? And it's, yeah. it's like, he, he loves Batman. Literally, when they started doing this, he came on the set in a full-on Batman cowl and was like, are we getting it? Are we getting it? And then he got defeated, and now he's just, like, so annoyed with it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, the the sad part is, whenever it is announced, people are going to buy it in droves anyway. Uh, yeah, so. I know. But yeah. it sucks, right? Because then this is a perfect example of something Sony doesn't want to do. They don't want to overexhaust the audience by waiting too long to reveal it, right? Hmm. So, yep. <laughs> yeah. Got a lot to say about that. It's... Oh, okay. Well, no, no, no. We mind, brother. It's, 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 it's here for. No. I wait till we get to the news bumper. <laughs> we're in. All right. Well, uh, I feel we're, we're... we're kind of there. Yeah. Are we gonna put there, the, man. the music in? Okay. <laughs> like that. <laughs> I mean, we we, are, we, are, we already, already did that. that. We started that with Sony skipping. Oh, we did. Yeah. No, we didn't. Because yeah. no. Yes. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. I used Donnie's okay. question as a transition into. The okay, news. so Donnie's question and the news <laughs> together. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Correct. Yeah, we transitioned. Yeah, we transitioned. That. That's. Boy, I gotta lay off the weed, man. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this okay. The next story is that PS4 numbers sold and the PS5 logo was revealed at CES. And that that's what that's mm-hmm. what my segue was about because it's related to that. Yep. Well, let's talk about the PS4 numbers for, sold first. Okay. Well, Go ahead, me, take it away, brother. I I don't have the article open because I'm an idiot. <laughs> it's yeah. not it's not opening well, for I me. Mean, so I don't remember the numbers exactly. So basically, let's see. They they said that you know they've sold through 104 million PS4 units, and I thought it was 106. 106. My bad. My bad. 106 million. So they they they've they've sold that. Um, they're trying to you know get that 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 PS2 numbers at 158 million. They're trying to get there. They're not going to reach likely that. the PS4 might not reach that unless they kind of do what you know the Series X is doing, where everything is cross compatible yeah. mm-hmm. but you know, we'll get there um so yeah they've sold through 106 million ps4 units they've also sold through i forget 5 million psvr headsets um freaking what was the number it was a ridiculous number of how many games they sold which i'm not seeing that number anywhere 
but um they've done really well yeah. the ps4 has done really well as a console and they were they were basically touting those numbers saying yes the playstation 4 has been amazing for us it sold well it sold a ton of games vr is actually doing really well um and then they revealed the ps5 logo which um you know people went either way on it 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 actually you know broke the record for the biggest uh the most likes for something gaming related on instagram um but i feel like there just wasn't a whole lot of uh excitement or fanfare for me around the logo it was like oh it's it's the the ps3 era logo type thing with a five instead of a three in fact it's actually the p like flip turned around and then a dash drawn across it like um jared yeah, <laughs> he actually found uh, a gif of where somebody basically uh copies the p like takes the p makes a copy of it flips it and then draws a dash across it to make the five um the, the exact uh it was a jim ryan he was saying that it's to it's to keep you know brand consistency so people know you have ps5 yeah, so that, that's their 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 feelings around. It. It's like it's to keep brand consistency, which makes sense because you know when I see the logo, the more I look at it, the more it just kind of you know becomes you know etched in my brain as the PS5 logo, and I forget all about the three or whatnot. Um, but you know that's what they did for CES. I was hoping for more. I was watching it live and was like, "That's it. That's all we. That's all we getting." Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, they did reveal that car at the end of the show there. That's not PlayStation. I don't care about the hell with that car. car. <laughs> I'm ready to go off now. What kind of BS is this? Why do they keep doing this crap? Why do they keep showing us? Hey, here's a. We we find out more stuff from leakers about the PS5 than we actually do from PlayStation. It's it's getting ridiculous at this point in terms of like, I understand either show something or don't say anything at all about it. Why even show this logo? I understand it broke Instagram yeah. records. And I don't give a damn about that. I don't care about nothing about that. But it's getting to the point where it's getting, a, like, like Haley was saying about Batman, it's getting annoying. <laughs> like, we've seen Xbox whole console now. We've seen p- places and stuff from other people leaking it out. We know the console is coming. We've seen the whole Wire article and stuff like that. We read that. It comes to a point in time where you just say, hey, we're going to show it to you now, or we're going to show it to you later. Don't just keep us in the dark. And keep showing us, giving us these dumb teases about, hey, we may have a PS5. Hey, here's the logo. Hey, you didn't have to show us the logo at CES. That was stupid. Show us the logo when you're showing us the console. It, it doesn't draw any excitement for me at all because it's just the freaking logo. I want more brass tacks. This is, it doesn't nothing, like I said, it either the console, the controller, or something that we can see that's tangible. Don't keep telling us that it's just, Oh, the PS5 is coming. We know the PS5 is coming. You've been saying it for years now. Give us something tangible. Yeah, but it's also coming, like, this year. They need to show the box soon. Yes. So. And they will. Yeah, but but again, (coughs) how soon are they going to show us the box? Are we waiting until around June to see the box? Because I feel like that's too late. Microsoft. Is it too late? Well, is it too late? Here's the yes. question. What difference does it matter when you see the box? Doesn't matter. I'm still buying it. But Exactly. That's my point. That's but exactly it's going to bother people. It's going to cause irritation. It's going to cause annoyance. It's going to be the topic of everything. And it's not. And that's press. That's just press. People are talking about the PS5. 
What's it going to look like? Why haven't they shown it? That's just press. But in the long run, it's not going to cause anybody to be like, I'm no, not, not at all. the PS5 because they waited until E3 to show the box. Not at all. No. It's just basically, you know, PS5 is on everybody's brain because they're wondering, when are we going to see the box? When are they going to show it? When are they going to stop drip feeding us? Like, it's just creating a buzz. While some people may be annoyed, as soon as they do show it, all that annoyance goes away. It's just, it's, you know what? They're going to do things in their own time. And that's something that, that Sony has decided, look, we do things in our own time the way we want. We are not beholden to anybody's expectations. We do what we want. While I do think they could have shown more at CES, I really wasn't expecting anything because they never really show anything at CES. I was surprised we even got this, to be perfectly honest. I will say this. If you have nothing to show, shut up. <laughs> don't show nothing. Well, Simply, they they, they had something to show. I don't give a damn about that stupid logo. <laughs> I like, I like, I rather them be quiet like they've been doing and just show us this, like, hey, here's a logo. This is gonna be. A- yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, they also showed the um, like some features there with the logo as well during the event, didn't they? Like SSD. Like all that, there's that image. But of that all. was all stuff we yeah. already knew. Well, yeah, stuff, that, that image they showed it was stuff that, that they'd already talked about in the wired interview. I know, and then like two days later, they were like, "Our its most unique features not revealed yet," and we're like, yeah, "Obviously, they haven't talked about its best features and stuff like that." Yeah, clearly, duh. We you know, we don't know nothing about the system other than it's got you know onboard ray tracing, it's got a, a super fast SSD or whatnot. How about they tell us? Yeah, we know it's going to be when awesome. they have something to tell us. <laughs> Simple as that. They don't have nothing to tell us. I mean. Technically, they should have something to tell us, considering it's plan. coming out later this year. It's just a matter of yeah. when are they going to tell us. Apparently, now they're just showing us a freaking yeah. logo. Like, hey, here's the logo. I hope you're excited yeah. for it. We were excited before but the logo. But again, Delvin, Delvin, it broke Instagram records. It beat the Xbox image by 2 million well, likes. people on Instagram are stupid. <laughs> That's what I got to say about that. I mean, I don't disagree. I'm not a big Instagrammer myself. It's just like, whatever. But, um... It's just building a hype machine. Whether we like it or not, uh, it's just they're just building their little hype train for whenever the heck they decide to reveal this thing. And they're letting you know we're we're beholden to no one. We do things in our own time. And we'll reveal it when we reveal it. You know, it, it, it's frustrating because, yeah, you want to know more and you want to talk about it. But, it, it, again, it's, it's, it's them controlling their message and building their hype. That's that's basically what it boils down to. Would I love to have all the information like what we have for the Xbox Series X? Absolutely. I would love to have all that. Do we have it? No. Will it come eventually? Sure. You know, maybe we'll get a reveal event in, in February like they did with the PS4. The rumor, and then we the, actually see the box in June. The, ru- the rumor on that reveal event currently is the 12th. Because that's also the date that the next Assassin's Creed game is a rumored to have its official reveal. So, just look. We just look to see, see if they have any exclusives coming out. And I guarantee they'll do the reveal right during the day of that exclusive. <laughs> Speaking of exclusives, segue. So, um, the Xbox Series X. While this isn't PlayStation news, it kind of ties into everything, and this is like our big talking point for today. Um, all the news around Microsoft, them saying that, you know, there aren't, people are saying there aren't any, in quotation marks, true exclusives for, you know, the Xbox Series X for a year or so. 
because everything that comes out when the Xbox Series X release or whenever the new Xbox, because I, I assume that there's going to be more than just the Series X. I assume there will be a couple of different series, the Series S or the Series C or whatever y, they decide to Z. call it. Yeah, you know, X, Y, and Z, you know, whatever. Um, all of the games, it's going to be more like a PC where basically, you know, it's all sliders. Like you can have the best experience on the Series X, but you can still play that same Halo Infinite game on your on your x or on your s or whatnot so with that in mind like are we thinking that playstation may do the same thing are there actually going to be games that you can only play on ps5 or are they going to have everything kind of being cross-gen in the same way that microsoft is going like microsoft is going with something that is very consumer friendly where they're saying hey upgrade whenever the heck you're ready all these games we're not leaving you behind we know that you love xbox and you're an xbox consumer and maybe you don't have the money to upgrade to this next gen console but the new halo the new this the new that all the new things that are coming to the new xbox are also coming to your old xbox and you can play them and whenever you're ready to upgrade you can which is a very 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 consumer friendly idea and when you're a software company it just makes sense to be able to get your stuff to as many places as possible we want to get you on Game Pass. We want to get you on Games with Gold. We want to get you in the, basically into our ecosystem. And by allowing all of our games to be released on, on <clears throat> every generation or everywhere you can play Xbox, you know, they're doing the consumer, you know, a huge favor by saying, you know, you don't need to buy the new box right now. But on the flip side, does that then like stymie sales of the new Xbox? Are you like, well, I don't need it right now. Is that going to kill sales? And do we think PlayStation may do something? Or is this going to be the thing that puts PlayStation over the top if they actually do have games that only run on PS5? Uh, I mean, honestly, I think PlayStation is just going to have PS5 exclusives and games that are cross, not cross-gen and that they can play, be played on both PS5 and PS4. But in the fact that, like, hey, this Assassin's Creed game came out earlier this year on PS4, but here's a PS5 version of it now with better graphics and some updates. I feel like that's the way PlayStation's going to go, just based on their standard um, operating procedure and because they're the market leader, right? They don't really need to, to you know, go the consumer-friendly route. Now, it would be nice, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think PlayStation's just going to stick with their usual modem operandus, which is just, hey, you're upgrading to the PS5. Here are the games that are on PS5. This is what you get. But then, if you're on PS4, hey, here's the PS4 version of Assassin's Creed Ragnarok, but you can't play, say, Godfall, which is a PlayStation 5 exclusive. You can't play that. But here's the... Here's an Assassin's Creed copy. Here's some game that's coming out in the fall that hasn't been announced yet. You know, here's that type of thing. Now, it would be nice and consumer friendly, like we've said, but I, I doubt it, honestly. I'm going to say it straight up. It ain't happening. And the reason why I say that is because <laughs> Sony has something that Xbox doesn't have. It has a lot of exclusives that people will buy consoles for. And when I'm, when I'm not even talking about just like, because, you know, Xbox has Halo and Gears and stuff like that. If you look at the exclusive PlayStation, have, it, it doesn't even, it's un, almost unmatched. Only people who can compare is Nintendo in terms of exclusive. Like, you know, they have Uncharted. They have The Last of Us. They have shoot, Little Big Planet for that matter. They have so many 
well, Little Big Planet is dead. Oh. Um, but they have they have Horizon. They've got. Uh, I mean, I know currently it's dead as well, but they've got Infamous. They've got you know, even including games that are dead. They've got like Siphon Built. They they they've got stuff that's gonna sell systems. Is what you're yes. They say. have stuff that people will buy yeah. PlayStations for, and people want to see the best versions of these these games. So they with them knowing that. They're going to charge you a premium for that. They're like, hey, if you want to play Uncharted 5, per se, you're going to have to have a PlayStation 5 to play that. Hey, that kind of works out pretty good. Then I think about it. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> well, actually, speaking of that, there are actually rumors that not Naughty Dog, but another studio is working on an Uncharted 5 right now. I'm quite so. sure it's happening. Whether it's Naughty Dog or not, remains to be seen. But I'm quite sure something's happening because when you have franchises like that, that means so much to people, they're going to try to find a way to make money off of it as much as they can, per se. Like, the fact that we're having, they're making another Bioshock game, for those who don't know. And it's not being made by Ken Levine, but that name holds so much weight in video games that people are going to want to see it. They're going to just buy it because it has the name Bioshock on it. I feel like Sony has that in spades, whether it's Bloodborne, whether it's Uncharted, whether it's The Last of Us, so many games, whether it's Gran Turismo, like, they have those games. and. When you have those type of games, you have the right and the ability to make people pay to buy another console to play those exclusives. Yeah. But, you know, Sony has touted that backwards compatibility is important. They have also said that Pete, that the PlayStation 4 is not going away and will not go away for a while into the PS5 life cycle, which, again... We're all probably getting PS5 day one. Oh, yeah, for but sure. But for those people that, you know, may not, does it really hurt them in any way, you know, to say, you know what? Yeah, we've got the new games coming out or whatnot. You can play them, you know, in their highest fidelity, you know, with the most frames or whatever on the PS5. But this game will also work on PS4. There's also a PS4 version of it. Or hell, it's the same disc. You just have unlocked features on the PS5 where it runs better. I- like, does that. It Does would, that it kill nice. the PS5? I will say this. No. I think there will be some games that will be generational cross-platform. Like, I think the next Horizon game probably will be that. Like, oh, it's, it's on PS4 and PS5. But I will think the games like that are further down the line, like God of War, maybe the Uncharted, maybe the next Last of Us, if that's a thing, will be only PS5 only. Well, by next, how, how by, far are we talking though? Because this is saying like they're they're speculating that it's only going to be for a year or possibly two before you see an Xbox Series X only game. And if that's the case, if PS Five does the same thing, it, where's the where's the hurt in that? Like, does it really hurt to not have any PS Five exclusive like games only play on PS Five at launch? No, it, it. I mean, it doesn't hurt them. But again, like they're the market leader. Do they really need to do the consumer friendly option? Why not? And if they don't, why are we so mad about it? I'm not mad. This is a great. I'm just talking collectively, the internet. Oh, the pe- yeah, I've seen. Like I've seen. Upset. I've seen all the responses, and it's just like, are you're, you're mad about a consumer friendly option? You're yeah. you're mad about this now? Granted, I do wanna I do wanna shout out Sean Capri here for um talking about people deliberately writing misleading uh misleading article titles about this um and stating that like microsoft is having no exclusives launched with their console they're they're exclusives but they're not exclusive to series x they're exclusive to the xbox platform they're 
like you can play it on PC, but you have to use the Microsoft like app on Windows 10 or you know, you can play it on your Xbox One or your Xbox One S or your Xbox One X or the Series X, but you can still only play it within the Xbox ecosystem. They are having exclusives to their ecosystem, just not to the Xbox Series X, which, granted, I was not a fan of the, uh, of some of the headlines. Uh, I think Kind of Funny covered it best. Um this week. To me, it was never misleading. I totally no, like I, I understood it. It shouldn't be that difficult to understand the difference yeah. between exclusive to Xbox or exclusive to Series X. I I don't think it should be. I don't think it's misleading at no, all. But people are deliberately writing misleading articles about it to get clickbait clicks on their site and and just just cause general like mass you know, hysteria, confusion, BS. Yeah. Yeah. Dogs and cats living together, all that. Yeah, yeah uh-huh, it's it's uh-huh. it's annoying. Like this is a good consumer friendly choice for the industry. I don't know if Sony's gonna follow it. It would be cool. Nope. Something tells me they're not going to. Uh, but you know, again, like it it doesn't hurt them in the long run. I just don't think they're going to. Yeah, I think Microsoft is also in a just a weird position because yeah, they don't really have any. Anything that's exclusive only to Xbox because of the fact that their games also all come to PC. So I think you always have a slight split fan base there because I don't need to ever own an Xbox to play most of the Xbox exclusives. They're, they're going to be on PC as well. Sony doesn't have that. Like Sony's games, typically like their big exclusives are only on the Sony yeah. system. Yeah. Um, so they do have that kind of leg up and they could be like, oh, well, yeah, we've got games that are only going to be on PS5. This is the the, play, the the only true place you can get next gen. You know, they they could pull something like that, and it could, you know, that that Microsoft thing could play right in Sony's hands if they decide to go the route where, yeah, we're going to have games that are only on PS5. Then. Yeah. But in the same token, if the Series X is the most powerful console, is it? Is it doesn't really matter. Is it? Is it? Is it null and void? Because we know we're not going to get like the big Sony. It's not going to be like you know. Last of Us Three. We're not gonna get something that you know is that big, day one. Well, I mean, not Last of Us Three, but we could get that Last of Us multiplayer project that Naughty Dog is working on. Possibly, but with that boom, you know, that could do something. Yes, are you kidding the me? The Last of Us multiplayer was pretty popular. It 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 very it very well could. It, it could move units just based on the <laughs> reaction to when Naughty Dog said that The Last of Us Part Two will not be launching with factions multiplayer. There was massive outcry from fans like Change.org, which I know is not a very big platform. <laughs> no. like, ju- just just for reference, that's a thing that gets shared outside of Twitter, yes, so it's true. not just like a vocal minority screaming about it. Change.org petitions were covered on the local news here in Canada about The Last of Us multiplayer. Y'all don't have nothing to talk about. <laughs> My God. I was going to say, because yeah, that was not a news story that I saw. My God. I that's how that's how big it was. Maybe yeah. in Canada. <laughs> that's not granted, a, that's not a, granted, a gaming area that I that I pay any attention to. I didn't touch the the, the multiplayer, so I care less. Dude, um, I know there factions was, vocal... was so fun until it took all the fun out of it by having to play 162 multiplayer matches for that platinum well, trophy. Wasn't doing that nowhere. Yeah, no. That's a yeah, that's no. a segment for the old PS I love you segment of this trophy can go bleep itself. <laughs> yep. I mean, all trophies, as far as I'm concerned, go beat themselves. Look, man, that's one yeah. the game. That's my that's the only trophy I care about. Calm, beat the game, calm down, you know? PC guy. I'm, 
No, I'm yeah, just old. That is very true. Oh, okay. Like, we didn't have trophies. I grew up on the NES. There were no trophies. Your trophy was I beat the game, and I can talk yeah. about it. That was your trophy. Your trophy was, hey, here's this totally not true code about fighting Lara Croft topless. Yeah, that didn't work. Yeah. I mean, That's a deep know, cut. That's a deep I cut. I tried for months. It didn't work. No, nah, the deep cut is Shin Long. You know, I unlocked Shin Long in Street Fighter 2. That's, That's a that. real deep cut. I'm saying, you know what I mean? I mean? I'm old. I don't care about trophies. They just, they don't mean anything to me. I don't care about that stuff. I, uh, I, I, I do have to say, though, I'm curious how themes are going to work on the, on the, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't, you know, I don't care about I, those. <laughs> I know. I, I, I will say, though, because I just pre-ordered, um, I just pre-ordered Cyberpunk 2077 and uh, Resident Evil 3 on PS4 this week. The music for that Resident Evil 3 pre-order theme is fantastic. Yeah, my PlayStation never stays on the theme long enough for me to care. Um, themes are cool, but like usually when I'm talking about PlayStation, it just resumes back into where I was last the last game I was playing. So I haven't changed See, there's my themes far since too probably many power, 2014. There's far too many power outages that happen here, just uh, related to the building for me to leave the console in rest mode enough. So generally, I mm. I'm on the theme for like a minute or two. So. It's worth having one on. Yeah, so. mine has been the Destiny a Destiny theme since like 2014. It has not changed because I don't really ever see the theme. So it's like, for what? Meh. If it was like my, my PC, which is always on and the background's always up, then that would be something that I would be more inclined oh, to Oh, yeah, that's change, like, but that's like my lock screen on my PC is Cyberpunk, so. Yeah, yeah. So, PS5, man. We need more info. I'm excited about it. I can't wait to hear more. I'm really curious as to what, you know, their counterpunch will be. If there even is one to the way Microsoft is saying we have an ecosystem and our games can be played wherever you enjoy Xbox titles. Like, I just I'm really curious to see how Sony does it. And I, I think, you know, I think you guys both both might be right. There may they may not go this route because they don't also have like the PC. It wasn't something they were touting. Like you can play our games here, there and everywhere. Like that's just never been, you know, a role that Sony has taken. It's never been about being able to play our games anywhere. The way Microsoft has been like, yeah, we're an ecosystem. We've got the game pass. We've got game pass ultimate for you. PC people. We want you to play. We got project X cloud. We want you to be able to play your games wherever you want to play, you know, your games. So it'll be really interesting to see how this news affects the ps5 if it really affects ps5 or sales in any way or if this ends up being something that puts ps5 over the top because they decide to go you know the tried and true method of you know the way we typically release consoles where ps5 has games that only play on ps5 and if you want to play them you got to get a ps5 like it'll be interesting to see you know how how the consumers respond whether they are like you know what i like this idea of me being able to play my you know my games on right now i can i can go pick up just halo infinite day it comes out and i have to worry about getting a console and then it wonder it makes you wonder like the long run like will we start seeing more people gravitating towards xbox and buying the series x later because they've already have this huge library from you know xbox one x from that gen from the from the Xbox 360 gen, from the Xbox One gen, because we know that it's gonna play everything. Yeah. Um, I'm very curious to see how PlayStation responds with backwards compatibility. Will we get the rumored 
PS1, PS2, PS3, PS4, everything plays on PS5. I, I still don't Is it going to have some PS happen. Now integration? Who knows? We shall see. I, I, I want to know I, what the response I still is. don't think that PS3 backwards compatibility is going to happen just because of the cell processor. That thing was yeah. notoriously lauded by developers. I seriously just don't think that's going to happen. So, Yeah, that's going to be the tough one. I feel like they can emulate the PS1 and the PS2 without any real problems. But yeah, PS3 is where the hiccup lies. Hopefully, they figure it out or they do something with PS now. Like, turn that into Game Pass for PlayStation. That, that, I feel like that needs to happen. Even if you can't, download the ps3 games either making it to where if you have the disc you can play it it'll emulate it it'll run it through the cloud or whatever um i think that would be something that would well would i mean give i mean ps now are, ps now already does that but the downside to that is, is if it can't run the game natively on the console and there's dlc for that game like fallout 3 is a perfect example you can play fallout 3 on your ps4 right now can't play the dlc for it though and thus that means you don't get the fix that allows you to play after you beat the main campaign you don't get, you know, the up to level cap, stuff like that. Now, granted, yeah. that's a deep cut because I don't know any but many people who are going to go back and play Fallout 3 to completion no and the DLC for it in the year 2020, myself excluded because I'm going to do exactly that. But Don't you have uh, enough games to play? Do, <laughs> My I'm going to do that, uh, do that on PC where I can mod the heck out of it and actually enjoy it. Okay. Um, and therefore end up having to download games from Windows Live to even get the game to launch. But that's besides the point and contrary to the story. Um, but no, like, you can do that on PS Now, but you can't use the DLC for it. And the same goes for New Vegas. Now, granted, there was no DLC that allowed you to play after you finished the campaign, but you still can't play the DLC, which added the fantastic Old World Blues, Lonesome Road, stuff like that. Like, you can't play any of the DLC for any of the PS3 games that are on PS Now, and that's just useless because half of them improve the game. That doesn't mean that they can't be fixed for PS5. Correct, but I'm just saying... Like, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They need to fix PS Now for it to compete with Game Pass. Because if they do that, then not only do you have, you know, all of your exclusives from the PS4 era that people love, then you also can also tout you know all the exclusives that you had in the ps3 era the ps2 era the ps1 era like you can say yeah you have game pass but we have you know this this sony library the touted sony library everybody always says you know you play sony you come to sony for the exclusives if you can manage to get all those exclusives in something like a game pass like that could be a huge game changer that could be something that keeps sony as the market leader because as we know, it pretty much flip-flops every gen. Like somebody else, whoever was in second place usually flips to first place in the, in, the, in, the, in the next gen. So it'll be very interesting to see what their counterpunch is to Game Pass because there definitely needs to be something to counter Game Pass because that thing is ridiculous. Like people, I mean, the fact that I, you'll buy the Xbox and if you have Game Pass, you have Halo. Like you don't even. Have yeah, to you don't even have to like, buy boom, it. Boom, you got Halo. You know that's that's huge. Like if you go and buy the Series X at launch, you literally just go buy the console and Game Pass, and boom, you're set. Exactly. Like that's huge. Like the fact is, you don't have to actually buy any other games. Like you can just go pick up the box or have it delivered to you or whatever, and you've already instantaneously got a library of first party games and exclusives. Yeah. 
And that's nine true. times out of ten, that console is going to come with free Game Pass for like at least 14 days. Mm-hmm. So you literally... And if not, they always making Game Pass cheap. Like, I have Game Pass right now till June, and once June starts, it's like a, it's like a nickel a day. Yeah. <laughs> so I my still, total for a year is like 18 bucks. I still hate that you guys get that, and over here, we didn't, we didn't get that option, so it's still Whoa. like 15 Whoa. a month. Well, we know Canada yeah. sucks, so I mean, I know, no I know. It's the it's the running gang. Yeah, Canadian but yeah, the suck. fact that I can spend eighteen dollars and like twenty five cents a year and have access to like basically every Microsoft exclusive game and a bunch of others is absolutely yes. insane. And I don't know what or if Sony can counter that. They can't, and they won't even try to. I don't think that could be what loses in this gen. I think they're going to just try to make PlayStation now a little bit more appetizing. But I don't think they're going to get to the point where they're like, hey, if you buy a PlayStation now, you get to play Uncharted right now just for having this service. I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah, because it's funny because Grand Theft Auto V came to Game Pass or came to PS Now and nobody cared. It came to Game Pass and all of a sudden it's like, whoa, we got Grand Theft Auto V. PS Now had that for a while now. Nobody cares. At all. Well, the difference being is on PS now it's it's expiry date is like next weekend they can always change yeah. that they you could know, but i don't i still yeah. don't think anybody cares that it's there yeah no no not at all yeah that's a good point because um so they need to fix that they need to fix that if i'm correct mass effect is on ps now correct and i don't even think it's about okay. playing on ps now i go right to game pass and play it right and that's a problem for playstation they need to fix the ps now yeah. problem they really do like it's a, it it has so much potential but you know they don't market it they don't really talk about it as much that's another issue with, with sony they just don't market shit the way at they all should. um but ps now could be a huge boon for them but they need to really fix how it works and try to get it to to be something that can compete with game pass because Otherwise, they're they're getting killed in that area, and they have the software library to do it. It's just a matter of whether or not they're willing to to try. You bought Gaikai for a reason. That was a lot of money. We have this PlayStation Now thing. Let's figure it out. Figure it out, Sony. Make it happen. Will they though? I doubt it. I yeah. they'll just let it sit there and flounder <laughs> like they always do. Like they killed the Vita. Just took the. Was Deadman yeah. ever die? Mm. No. The Vita is definitely. They dead. took the Vita, Vita out in the backyard and shot him in the head. Didn't give him a chance at all. Poor Vita. Poor Vita. He never had a chance. All right. Well, that's going to do it for that. Pressing way to end it. So, <laughs> eulogy of the Vita. Long live the Vita. Rest in peace. We hardly knew you, old friend. So, the drop. We've got games this week. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. We have a couple of notables. You know, you've got Dragon Ball Z. Kakarot! Get that um, weeb not get that weeb nonsense out of look here. Look here. Look here. You will not bad talk Dragon yes. Ball Z. Right? I, I'm not. I'm not actually. I if you had to let me finish before you went on me, I was gonna say. Normally that is what I'd say, but Dragon Ball Z is good. Uh, I'm not a fan of the Dragon Ball Z games though. They're pretty good. They're pretty. Depends good. on which one. Yeah, this one is is the story of of Goku's dad. So it'll be yep, interesting to see yep. what they do with this. It's one of the 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 
more memorable stories. It's highly touted. So we'll see how good this game does. Uh, I'm very interested in playing it. Will I play it? Probably not. Not not at, not at launch. We'll let go. Super Saiyan Forty and stuff like that. He'll buy it. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Super Saiyan God mode. That's that's what you need yeah. to go. Yeah, pretty Super, much. Super pretty Saiyan much. Jesus Saver. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> the only other notable is a game that eh, they've kind of pushed. Uh, I've um, actually played this, the Darwin Project. What'd you, th- what'd you, what'd you think? Uh, I didn't really enjoy it. I played it when it yeah. was in um, Xbox. The right? yeah, the the it was on the Xbox like uh, beta program or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't really good. <sighs> Uh, it's like there's 10 people in a map um, so it's a lot smaller and the area is a lot like I don't know the map is all one environment but it's it's hard to explain essentially like the circle works the same but you also have to like gather supplies to actually like keep warm and not freeze to death and it just it feels weird yeah mm. It's 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 not very good. Is is unfortunately was my impression of it. Now, could that have okay. changed in the two years since I last played it? Sure, but considering this is just now launching on PlayStation, am I going to assume it's the same game? Probably. Yeah, I mean, it, and also it's just it's just another battle royale game. Can we can we stop? I feel like we have enough of this. It's it's not gonna stop. It's gonna go until the horse is way too dead to beat anymore. Why had? Why hasn't somebody made a Hunger Games Battle Royale game or a Battle Royale Battle Royale game? It seems like it would make perfect uh, sense. Licensing issues. I was going to say licensing is probably why they haven't done that. <laughs> now also, yeah. also, licensed games run into the Deadpool problem. Have you noticed you can't buy the Deadpool video game anymore? That, that's because the licensing ran out on it. Yeah. Again. Even though they delisted it, relisted it, and then had to delist it again. That's insane. Yeah, that's that's exactly why I was going to say we haven't seen one, because of licensing. Exactly why. And I mean, why? When Fortnite is as big as it is, do we need a Hunger Games game? I think it'd be cool. I'd probably play that one, actually. Sure, it would be cool. But again, <laughs> are you going to pay Suzanne Collins and Lionsgate for the licensing fee to make said game that's going to take two to three years to develop and by the time it comes out maybe everybody will move on to the next trend yeah and congratulations <laughs> made... everybody i'm sure you can hear the fifth and yeah, sixth chair <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean the thing is anybody talking about hunger games or battle royale would well it, really yes every, everyone is talking about hunger games because there's a prequel book coming out next year oh they are there is yeah, I, it's, I had uh, no idea. It's Nobody set during about. the 11th Hunger Games. Oh, that sounds cool. I'll wait till it comes to the movies. Yeah. I was going to uh, say, I'll watch the movie. The books are better. I mean, they are, but they're they're for younger readers. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I like the first Don't movie. Don't make me I mean, fight I read, you. Yeah, I, I, I like the movies, and I read the first book, <sighs> but it was like, it was definitely aimed at a younger group than what I am, so... Well, I'm not excited about a prequel book, but I'll, I'll watch the movie, you know. Could be yeah. interesting. So, yeah, that's the drop. There's some other games coming that, you know, I'm not even going to mention. But those are the two big ones, the Dragon Ball Z, Kakarot, and uh, the Darwin Project that I'm sure Kevin probably has played and Seth may play because they really like those Battle Royale games. 
Um, so if you're looking for something new to play, check those two out. We're gonna make Delvin play Dragon Ball Z because he likes. Yes, that is true. <laughs> um, so um, that'll do. I don't have a question for the listeners. You know, they can answer the last question that that we asked that nobody answered. You know, what do you want to see from Sony in 2020? I'm just gonna keep letting because they don't even know. We... They don't know what they want to see from Sony. Yeah. Sony doesn't even know what they want to see from yeah. themselves. Right. Right. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. We want to see more than a logo. I can tell you that much. Oh yeah, we we definitely want to see more than a logo. Dumb logo. (laughs) Aggravated me so much. Hey, I, hey, I mean the logo. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But at the same time, give us more than the logo, or at least a different color. Something. Hey, just black and white. PS. Technically, it is a different color than the last logo because the last logo was blue and white. This is true. <laughs> this is so basic. It was just like uh, Sony go. think they hey, Sony think they Marvel. They think they can just show us a logo and get us excited. That jump not work with, <laughs> like that with us. <laughs> that does not work that way. Unless you're Marvel, you're not getting us excited from a freaking logo. Oh, oh that was a good one. Oh, it's this about to be World War Three. There are two cats that hate each other in this room right oh, now. Okay. Well, so we've got we've got Cat War three. We've got a uh, nuclear fallout. Canada is just <laughs> falling apart. Just a sad place right now. It's falling <laughs> apart at the seams. Oh man. Yeah, so that's gonna do it for episode fourteen of the PlayStation Experience. We hope you enjoyed yourself. Please feel free to holler at us and give us a follow over on the Twitters at PlayStation XP, or stop by the PSVG Discord and uh, join us in our shenanigans there. So let the people know where they can find you and what you're working on, Haley. You can find me on Twitter at Shepard Zarel. Uh, you can find me on your gaming platform of choice at Haley Zarel. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Haley Zarel, where we'll be streaming The Witcher 3 for a little bit. Um, you know, I still don't really have a consistent schedule because retail is a thing. Uh, but, you know, pretty much when I'm not working, I'm streaming. So, you know. That's about it. Go hang out with her and chat, yes. people. Talk some shenanigans. Talk about The Witcher. Toss a coin to your Witcher, whatever you gotta do. God, that show is so good. I just, That's I pretty good. I get to see it. I may watch it today. We'll see. What about you, Delvin? What, what podcast did you come up uh, as we were podcasting? Nah, nothing yet, but I will be on Twitter at Delvin <laughs> underscore Cox answering all your penis questions about PlayStation video game characters. <laughs> <laughs> Now, if you want to get your, your penis questions, and you got to be sneaky like Shafi, the dong. He snuck one in there. Brilliant. Take the lesson, people. Take the lesson. And you can find me at all things at Dat Ninja Dev on Twitter, on PlayStation, on Xbox, everywhere I'm at. I'm Dat Ninja Dev. Come holla at your boy. And with that, long live play.